In episode 48 of the Speak Like Me podcast, Chris and I eat a pizza. We talk about the time my family stole a cat. We discuss VR and our horrible dystopian future. And we talk about my plan to look after pets in Australia. Tell your mama saved you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, guys. Welcome back to episode 48 of Speak Like Me English. I'm Jacob from England. And I'm Chris from Australia. And we are your English teachers from a distance. Going to teach you some cool words and phrases today through our silly conversations. And at the end of the episode, maybe we'll even teach you something special from one of our courses. In case you're new to Speak Like Me, we are a language school based in Prague, Czech Republic. We make English courses specifically for Czech people. And... Um, yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> I'm cool really distra- I also just woke up again. I was asleep on the sofa half an hour ago uh-huh. because I, I was just really sleepy and I just went all the way to Budiovitska from here Okay. Um, to try and turn this massive bag of coins I have into note money mm. because uh, I've been, because I'm moving out of my flat to go on this trip and I'm getting rid of everything and I had these two massive mugs, um, Hrunek? Uh, yep. Or I can never remember. One of them is pot and one of them is mug. Sure. I can never remember. But uh, yeah, I've got three years worth of coins mm. in this bag. And that is a topic from our Chinglish and Useful Things course, I believe. I can't remember what box it is. Oh, it's like well into the teens, like it's 12 right, or something yeah. like that. So this is a nice, uh, nice structure. If you want to give the approximate amount of something, like a visualization of how much you have, you can say the thing that you're imagining, like three mugs or the real thing that like actually have three mugs three mugs then you say worth of and then the thing that's inside so three mugs worth of coins because then you can sort of visualize how many coins it's quite yeah. a lot because it's much better than saying there are 130 coins it's mm. like well what, what does 130 coins actually look like i don't know how uh, i don't know how much is in there you yep. know uh, I, I don't know how much that is, but you know what a mug looks like. Mm-hmm. You can imagine what uh, a mug filled with coins would look like. Mm-hmm. And then you just imagine three of them. And then all of a sudden you've got three mugs worth of coins. Yeah. And that's how many mugs, uh, that's how that's how uh, much coinage yeah. uh, Jacob has. <laughs> coinage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, what, what, are your, uh, what are the nicknames that uh, uh, British people have for coins? Oh, my God. I have no idea. Have we no call idea. it uh, we call it shrapnel. Shrapnel in Australia. Wow, which yeah. is the uh, like the fragments from a, when a bomb goes off. Yeah, yeah, the like, little little pieces of the bomb. Uh, yeah, of metal, like yeah. twisted, burnt, flaming mm. metal. That's all called shrapnel. Mm. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd call it. Uh, we call it. We call it shrapnel. And when would you sort of say that? Like, oh. I've oh got, man, I've, I've just got a pocket full of shrapnel right now. Oh, that's great. I yeah. like that one. Yeah, and then just coinage as well. Yeah. There's a bunch of coinage. Yeah, uh, and then there's another one, but I can't remember what it is. But okay. uh, yeah, we don't talk about it that much, to be no? honest. Yeah, like we have like a penny is the oh that's a little thing. What um what coins do you have in Australia? Uh, What's the sh- smallest one? Sure. So our denominations. Uh, a denomination is the size of the money that you're talking about. Um, uh, so our denominations of coins start from five. Okay. Uh, so five cents and then 10, 20, uh, 50, 
and then one and two uh, dollar coins. Oh yeah. Um, so coins. basically the same as yeah, the basically the same as euros, except we don't have ones and twos. We don't have one and two cents. Oh. Uh, coins, so not anymore. As of the the price is like ninety five. Like um, I mean, it, mo- uh, it might be like ninety seven for whatever stupid reason. But, but how then much it you just, get change? Yeah, exactly. Like it just gets rounded up or rounded down. Right. Which mm-hmm. is nice English move to round up and to round down. Mm-hmm. So two point two two ninety seven rounded up is three. Yeah. And rounded down would be two ninety five. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so those are our coin denominations and then our notes. It's the same thing, actually. It's $5, 10 20 50 mm. 100 Yep. Say again, 5 10 20 50 100 Yep. Okay. Okay, that's mm-hmm. cool. That's yeah. cool, yeah. Um, I used to, I find it really interesting, like how coins used to have real intrinsic value. So intrinsic means what's kind of inside something because they used to be made from like gold a- and actual, silver. Yeah, precious yeah. metals. And it used to be a lot. Like I was, I was looking at the US dollar, like $1. And I think like in the 1800s, it was like 50% silver or something. It was a lot. It was mm. like a lot of like real silver in there. And then over time, like every 10 or 15 years, like, okay, now it's 40%, now it's 30%, and now it's n- nothing. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it used to re- have real value. And I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like I would actually prefer to be paid in things that have real value. You know? Sure. Like here's your 10 pieces of gold for the month. Uh-huh. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, but then you're carrying around pieces of actual gold. Yeah, I know, but it's just a cool way. Like I kind of like how currency used to work. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Now it's just a number on your phone. Exactly. It's a Yeah, so this is fiat currency. Mm. Uh, fiat currency is... Fiat? Yeah, is that, that like it only has value because we believe it does. Yeah. All right. Um... And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, most of the world's money is fiat currency. In America, they changed it in the 60s. It was Nixon. He changed it from it actually having, like, being backed by gold yeah. uh, into turning it into fiat currency. And now they're just, print. they can print out as much money as they want, Yeah, you know. Um, uh, but yeah, it did. It used to have actually intrins- actual intrinsic value. Mm. Um, and yeah, this is the thing that, uh, uh, you know, we've talked about post apocalypse prepping before. Yeah. And uh, this is one thing that people uh, who, you know, have an eye towards the end of the world say it's like you, you have to have gold, you have to have silver, you know, you should, you should buy, you but, should have a stockpile of actual gold and silver. But why do you think people would care about gold and silver in the apocalypse? Because gold and silver does have intrinsic value. But why? Uh, like because of what you can do with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like gold is highly conductive. Mm. Gold is one of the most conductive materials. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, silver has its own um, metallurgic properties. I would rather have something with a bit more value that most people can actually use, like bullets or that too, cows yeah. or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, have, no, have a few cows in the back garden. Bullets would be chickens. Uh, uh, yeah, just massive, massive value in the United States. Yeah, we're still somewhat here because guns are illegal here, and like you would expect people to have them and mm-hmm. so forth. But mm-hmm. in somewhere like in England, like what good is a bullet going to do? Not you much. Yeah, you don't have yeah. you don't have a gun to fire it. So yeah. what's the point of it? Uh, but yeah, uh, bottles of like tiny bottles of alcohol. 
mm. will have incredible value. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, uh, yeah, you can just trade and barter for, like, people get still going to want to get shit-faced. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fundamental <laughs> law of the universe. People always want to get shit-faced. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you should stock up on, and it means, like, get a good supply, stock up on little bottles of alcohol and bullets. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty need. easy because, like, they, you just sell them. They just sell these tiny little bottles, yep. uh, these pocket bottles of, uh, of, of Bekarovka and Slivovitsa and whatever, mm-hmm. uh, just as you're walking out of the grocery store. So it's actually pretty... Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it would be pretty easy to just yeah. systematically build up a little stockpile of I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty nervous that, that, like, all of my, like, money is just a number in, on my screen. Because I'm like, at any point... It could all go down. Then I have nothing. Yes. Like I definitely, it, it's good to own things. You know, like actually own a building mm. or, you know, have physical stuff, have a bunch of food and water mm-hmm. and, and guns and, you know, but I don't have any of that stuff because I'm going to go traveling. Sure. So I'm just like, I really hope the, the world order just continues as it is for a few for more at least years. The next, uh, for at least the next... I hope Putin doesn't do anything too mental, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Chris, how are you doing? You good? Uh, a bit tired, a bit sleepy. Like yeah. you, you managed to sneak in a bit of a nap, have a bit of a kit. So let's so to sneak in. So to sneak is a. Gr- I love the word sneak. Yeah, we've taught it at least a couple of times already. Yeah, so I think it's viplazet, viplazet, plazet, something like that in Czech. Um, and you to sneak into a building is like you secretly go into a building without anyone noticing you. So you can like sneak in to someone's party. It's like you weren't invited, but you sort of get in there without them noticing. And also you can sneak out of something. If like, oh, this party's really boring, I think I'm going to sneak out. It's like you leave secretly without people noticing. So that's with physically leaving. And a person can be sneaky. which They sort of do things in a sort of like a secret, hidden way. Um, and also this, you said, I, I snuck in a nap. Yeah, so sneak, mm-hmm. snuck, snuck, right? Yep. Yeah, I snuck in. It's like I sort of managed to sort of almost secretly get a nap, a schloffy cat into my day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can also say like with conversation, right? Like, oh, yeah. it's very clever how he snuck that into the conversation. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little uh, like somebody who's obsessed, well, somebody who's obsessed with the end of the world or something and yeah. uh, just mentions, uh, oh, you know, you should invest in gold uh, or whatever. You know, like, oh, God, there he goes sneaking, uh, sneaking a bit of a mention of gold into the conversation again. Yeah. yeah. I really feel like we've taught this before. because I, I remember We have. I've told you. Yeah. I've told you. But even this, like, with the conversation thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. A very, in a very early episode, like yeah. single digit episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you believe we're almost up to 50? Yeah. It's, it's going to be crazy. Uh-huh. So we just tested our online version of the podcast, our distance version. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to work. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if it sounds the same. So listeners, let us, let us know if you notice any difference in quality. Because the next episode, uh, this is our last episode live, face to face, for a couple of months. Mm. I'm going to be off in. I'll be in Bali in the middle in the middle of the for- forest next time. So let's hope that they got good Wi-Fi there. Mm. I've heard that they have really good Wi-Fi. So yeah, I mean it's a major world economy. So yeah, yeah. what Bali? Well, Indonesia. Oh right, yeah, yeah, okay. But it's just always funny that like a little island has much much better Wi-Fi than Indonesia like, is Australia. a massive country. Yeah, but so is Australia, but they've got shitty Wi-Fi, haven't they? Yeah, sure. And but, so does England. Actually, we have pretty mm, bad Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair point. Yeah. Um, but again, like Indonesia is it, it, it's yeah, it's a pretty major world economy. Like two hundred and fifty million people or something like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the most populous countries in the world. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's a big country, so it can actually fit that many people in there as well. 
okay. Uh, so yeah, 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 something like two hundred, um, two hundred and fifty million or wow. around that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, I'm looking forward to learning more about that part of the world mm-hmm. because until now, I have been pretty ignorant, ignorant, ignorant. It's like not knowledgeable about something. Yes. Yeah, I've been pretty ignorant about it because I just never wanted to go there. So now I can start doing some research and learning a bit about stuff, you know? All right. Like, I don't know anything that Hinduism is the main uh, religion, I think, in Bali. Islam. Are you sure? By a billion percent, I'm sure. How sure are you? In Bali? Uh, Okay, in Bali, I don't know. But Indonesia, Islam is definitely one of the the major religions. Okay, so in Bali, 86% is Hinduism. Okay. 10% Islam. Okay, all right. 2% Christianity. All right, fair enough. But what about Indonesia in general? In Indonesia, religion. Muslim, 87%. Yep. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Christian, 8%. Hindu, 1%. So all the Hindus are just on Bali. In Bali. Okay. On Bali. That's very Czech of you. What did I say? You said on Bali. Oh, did I? Yes. (laughs) I've gone full Czech mode today. Uh I don't know what's happening to my brain, but I need to get out of here, Chris. (laughs) Because I've been making so many mistakes today. I've been saying everything like a Czech person would say it. Yeah, right. It's been awful. And I'm really getting nervous. I'm like, what is going on with me? (laughs) You know? The immersion is too strong. It is. It's just too much. It's like, because I'm getting close to the... It's been nine years now, almost to the day that I've been here. And I can tell that by year 10, I'm just going to be useless. I'm not going to be able to teach anymore. Uh-huh. I'm going to need to go to your lessons to remember how to speak. <laughs> it's going to be awful. <laughs> well, that's what this is every couple of weeks whenever we record an episode. I'm always having to teach you something, aren't I? Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> it's just it's painful. Oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, so, good last week. Been enjoying your Legends of Zelda. Having a good time? Uh, yeah, as usual. Nice. Yep. Yeah, yeah it's, been, uh, it's been good. Lovely. Um, we had our uh, team building yeah, thing. that was the last Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was good fun. We went to Schlutte last year. How much longer did you stay after we uh, not long. Head, well, headed off? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So after we left, to head off is to leave. I kind of uh, stole this uh, from Jacob, this word from Jacob. He was telling me good. before the show <laughs> that he wanted to talk about this word. No, I, was, um, I wanted to talk about get going. Oh, get going. Yeah, all right. All right. We, well, so I suppose after we got going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to head off is to leave. Um, I think we talked about the last, last episode, week, actually. actually. Yeah, because yeah. the Virazid can be set off, like on a big journey, mm-hmm. head off or get going. All right, yeah, yeah. so we headed off, we got going. Um, yeah, so how long did you stay? How long did you guys stay about after? 20 minutes after you guys left, okay. just to finish off the volleyball game, because we were playing beach volleyball, and I destroyed my shirt. Yeah. I had to throw it out. Wow, yeah. that bad. That was bad. Oh, one less thing. And then afterwards we went to, it was just the four of us left, we went to uh, one of the boats on Naplavka. Uh-huh. Uh, Tomáš knew about this good boat with good pizza. Okay. And it was amazing pizza. It's one of the best pizzas I've had in Prague. Wow. On a boat, and it didn't look like the kind of place that would have good pizza. Okay. It looked like a tourist trap. Sure. And that's a good word, a yep. tourist trap. A trap is a past in Czech mm-hmm. past because it's like a place they trap the tourists you know sure not or physically but no you know, you know but um yeah amazing pizza and then the three of them they went off clubbing okay yeah they tra- party animals they tried to uh what's the word uh, drag me along with them uh-huh 
So to drag someone along somewhere. Yeah. So drag is another translation of uh, tahnot. Tahnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to pull, right? Uh, but to drag, it is usually, well, it's along the ground, right? Mm. If something is dragging, it is like in contact with the ground yeah. in like not a good way. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, if you drag someone along it's like well why are you dragging them and they're yeah. in contact with the ground is because they don't want to come along they're trying to resist you yep. uh but yeah so we use it to say to, to try to drag someone along to something mm-hmm. um when they maybe aren't 100 percent enthusiastic about going uh, uh to that place yeah so they tried to drag me along with them and i was like no guys sorry uh-huh yeah, it's not for me yeah, I've been clubbing twice this year. That's a hundred percent more than I usually would. Yeah, and it's only Ju- it's only June, so I'm done. Yeah, I need the rest of the year just to oh, relax. Dude, you say that now, but you're going to Bali and uh, I'm not Australia go to any clubs. You say that now. Why would I go? To, why would that be connected? I uh, well, just because it's a very very party country um, or very party city. Um, and then, yeah, you're going to uh, uh, you're going to be going to Australia as well, like in whatever places the places that you're going to stay in, like they're touristy places that have clubs and things like that. And you're going to meet someone, and you're going to want to hang out with them, and they're probably going to want to go to a club, and you're going to go. And with I'm going to say no. I'm going to say sorry. If this is the thing that stops us being friends, then you've got to find out about it now. Okay. I but... really hate clubs, Chris. Uh-huh. Like too, so much so. Now, this is, we taught this maybe a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember. I've been teaching it in my lessons. When you say, like, you hate something, and you want to say, like, do takuve mire je, something, something, in Czech, you would say, in English, so much so that, so I hate clubs, so much so that I would literally not be friends with someone if that was a condition of the friendship, uh-huh. was going out clubbing. I would rather be like, no, you're a great person, but... I fucking hate clubs. Sure. Sorry. And you can just say, I hate clubs so much that I would do this or that or whatever. But it just it just sounds kind of a little bit better to yeah, say so, so much, much so. so. Yeah, yeah, so much so. And it, like, it, there's it, a separation. It, yeah, it's like you're about to say something kind of almost surprising about a, like you hate or love something so much to like an so interesting level. Mm-hmm. Like you can say, um, this girl, this woman who's currently trying a trial lesson in one of our public classes, wink, wink, go onto our website. We do public classes every day. Um, she listened to the Speak Like Me podcast and she loved it so much so that she decided to sign up for public classes with us. Yeah, that's not the reason we do it. It's not just to try and, you know, drag you to our public classes. But we do have very nice classes every day, every day guys, in mm-hmm. the evening. Five until seven, five until six, and then six until seven. Mm-hmm. Nice little small groups, five people max. There's free wine. All Great right. teachers. Mm-hmm. Come and check it out. <laughs> and actually, we have got so many students from the podcast now. Really? Cool. Maybe like 15. That's amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love it. Anyway, so yeah, I'm not going to go to any clubs. Why are we talking about this? Because, uh, yeah, they tried to drag you uh, yeah. along. Um, yeah, you went to this uh, uh, pizza place and then yeah. they tried to drag uh, you along. No, no, it's it. funny. We both had pizza after leaving there because uh, Barry and I got pizza after, oh, yeah. um, uh, nice. after, after leaving. Which one? What type? Uh, well, so there's a chain of um, uh, pizza places called Papa Chipola. I love that's my favorite place. Oh really? Okay then. All right. Not well, my favorite, but 
my best like chain one. Okay then. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, they do very very respectable vegan pizza. Yeah, like really good actually. I didn't know about the vegan pizza, but okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So, uh, and there's one very conveniently, very conveniently, like two streets over from my apartment. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's it's so easy for us to go and oh, pick some nice. up, and yeah. they're cheap as well, and they've got free delivery. I actually have a story about Papa Cipolla. Go on. Um, when I was living in Haleshevitsa in my little tiny box flat, my little studio flat, um, I was order- uh, it was at the start of coronavirus, and I'd just broken up with my ex-girlfriend, and my way of coping apparently was to eat pizza almost every day. Wow. <laughs> and I ordered from Papa Cipolla, I'm not going to lie, guys, pretty much every day. Wow. Um, for, for a while. Did you just, like, not shit for a month? I can't remember, Chris. <laughs> But I'm sure it wasn't healthy, whatever I was doing. <laughs> I think I'm still suffering now. It's years <laughs> after. But um, one day, and every time I was ordering to my phone, I was actually like, I was like calling them or something. I can't remember how I was doing it, but it was connected to my phone number. And every time that I ordered, they was like, thank you for your order. And then one day, it was like, we have a special offer for every 10 pizzas you've ordered, you get one free one. Uh-huh. And they say, on your account, in the last six months, or in the last year, you've ordered 167 pizzas. <laughs> so you now, you have 16 free pizzas on your account. That's amazing. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Uh, firstly, my first emotion was disgust. Because it was like in the last year or something. I've ordered 167 pizzas like, That's like every a, other day. Yeah, yeah. I was, I'm telling you, I was like going through a serious phase. And, I was, and it was funny because it was salami pizza every time. Every time. And I had the same delivery guy every day. And he was like, it was a joke. He was like, oh, salami pizza again. Uh-huh. And he was just like almost laugh every time he came to the door. Okay. And that's actually why I stopped. I had to stop ordering from Chipotle because I couldn't deal with the shame anymore of seeing that fucking guy every day. Because <laughs> it was getting ridiculous. It was getting like, I was, I was getting so feeling, just, just so embarrassed every time I'd open the door to him. Uh-huh. You know? And I, was, I got 16 free pizzas. It was amazing. That's that's great. That was that a secondary is... emotion. I was like, wow, shit, I've got 16 free pizzas. That is fantastic. That's so good. <laughs> 167 pizzas. When I got that text, I was like, oh my God, I'm the worst, most disgusting human <laughs> being. And they're like all salami pizzas. Uh-huh. But, okay, was it... <sighs> Look, I understand like liking knowing that you like a thing from a restaurant and then you just get that thing. Yeah. But like that's if you get this thing like once a month or once every couple of weeks. Yeah. Just every day. Like just no feeling of wanting to mix it up a little bit. Like, oh, I might go a bit of a capriccioso today. Usually I would agree with you, but I have a weird uh, my body has a weird addiction to salami pizza. Okay. I cannot get enough of it. I love salami pizza. All right. It's like my body just absorbs it, you know? I think maybe it's like that's part of the reason I'm, I'm a reasonably good teacher is like I kind of run on salami pizza and like without it my teaching starts going downhill. Okay, I just love it. I absolutely and maybe one out of fifteen pizzas I will try something different and it's always worse. Sure. Yeah. And then I, then I'm like even more convinced like I'm never having anything else again. And then I'll try like <laughs> that could have been fifty more sal- salamis. And I'll try something and you're like, oh, that's terrible. Uh-huh. And, I, and I'm just like hating myself as I'm eating this bad pizza. I'm like, that could have been a salami. Got salami. Yeah. Could have had my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done a lot of research into salami pizza around Prague. I think I've tried almost all the, not, well, all the, all, all the ones you can order anyway. Sure. I think I've, tr- I've tried at least the top like 20 places. And now I've got it down to like an art. And that's a good expression. I've got Ooh, it down yeah. to a science. Yeah, to have something down to an art or to have something down to a science. Yeah. That's a really good... Uh, yeah, and it is usually to, down to a science mm-hmm. because it is like repetitive and because uh, that's what science is. Yeah. It is repeatability um, and uh, reproducibility. Yeah. 
um, in doing whatever it is that you yeah. do. Mm-hmm. So the phrase is to have something down to a science. But remember, we can always interchange have or have got. So you can either say I've got, I have got, I have got, or just I have. Mm-hmm. And I've got, it sounds more informal. So yeah, I would say by now, uh, I've got it down to a science. In what way? In that I know exactly the best pizza for the best situation. Okay. You know, like, like what part of Prague am I in? And my brain automatically goes, oh, this is the best pizza place nearby. Okay, you know? cool. Or like, this place does amazing salami, but this place does amazing diavola. Okay, sure, sure, that sure. That kind of thing. All you right. know, this one's like got the best stuffed crust and all that kind of stuff. I can't remember if I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I have a, uh, there's a pizza that I really miss. I haven't had it in since, since 2019. Um, but I can't remember because... There are different chains. There's like two or three different chains that exist in all of the metro stations or almost all of the metro stations yeah. in Prague. And they're not all the same. They are like, they vary. There's yeah. like two or three different ones. And whichever one is at the um, Zlichin metro station. Oh, yeah. Um, in 2019, in August, no, in, uh, in, in autumn, they had a seasonal pizza. They had a pumpkin pizza. Okay, and it wow. was so fucking good, dude. Oh, it yeah. was deadly. I loved it. Because uh, at that time, I taught classes at one of our clients in um, at the other end of the yellow line, uh, Visochanska. And then had to catch the yellow uh-huh. line all the way to the other end. Fucking 40 minutes on the goddamn yellow line. I fucking hate the yellow this line. This is going to be like me? Yeah. You had a class in Zlichin? Well, yeah. To Do you mean the... Uh, that, that, the the one far, far away class, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you can get to Zlichin yeah, and okay. catch the one. Yeah. yeah. So I would I'd get to Zlichin and catch a bus the rest of the way, like two or three stops. And so, yeah, I had a bit of a transfer in Zlichin and I would always get two slices of this yeah. pumpkin pizza. I would and, always get, because mm-hmm. that's your habit. We can use wood for habits. Yeah, I and it always was, get. And it was only a short period of time, so I can't say that I used to get. Right. Yeah. This only lasted literally like a month, maybe a month and a half. Uh, so it would not work to say I used to get pumpkin pizzas from this place mm-hmm. during or during that autumn. Yeah, it's I would get it every week. And this is for again from our Chinglish and useful things course, which is one of our three courses. We have three courses: the yellow one called Essential English, which is all of English basic grammar rules explained for Czechs. The second one, Chinglish and useful things, is the blue one, and that's all of the things like this, things that are different from Czech and English. And uh, other useful stuff. Mm-hmm. And then interesting words, which is like really useful words that we use all the time, but Czech people don't tend to know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that sounds awesome. Is there, are there any other foods that were like you were in love with and they got discontinued? Um, in the Czech Republic or just in general? Uh, in Czech Republic, yeah. Something here that you can't get anymore. Uh, ooh, ooh. Uh, off the top of my head. I well, do you have one? I'll, I've, got two, you... I've got two. Yeah, yeah, go uh, on and I'll try to the remember first them. one I was the most pissed about was Marks and Spencer's Christmas sandwich. Okay. They had a special sandwich that they would only have at Christmas time. And it was like a Christmas dinner in a sandwich. Okay. It was like chopped up turkey, stuffing, cranberry sauce, everything in there, sweet potato. And it was just as a cold sandwich, but even thinking about it now, it's making me salivate, uh-huh. which is, you know, when they get the, the, saliva in your mouth when you're thinking about food making me salivate it was so delicious but then after brexit they got rid of all their fresh food and i can't get it anymore that sucks and the second thing is um i had the most amazing white chocolate flavored ice cream of my life in zhishkov in this place 
and I had it just once and it was it was like a life-changing moment. I was like, oh my God. Sure. This is amazing. I went back the next week and they said, oh, we've, we've run out. And I was like, okay, well, when are you going to get some more? I need to come back. Mm. And they said, oh, we're not going to get it anymore. <gasps> and that, since Devo. then, I've been, I've been searching for like something equally good and I can't find white chocolate ice cream anywhere. And... <clears throat> Like, do you remember the brand? Could you no, not? No, it's like... just like in a cafe. So I went to some random cafe, ordered like a scoop of ice cream. It wasn't, oh, okay. It, so it like, wasn't even in wasn't like, like a... a brand, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's devastating. It is devastating because it was one of the best things of my life. Uh-huh. It just got taken away. Yeah. I Okay, so I like I, I still can't remember one specifically from Prague, but on the topic of white chocolate and missing it, um, my local back in Australia, okay. um, uh, Park Hotel in Werribee, uh, the thing about the Park Hotel is that it had all of these taps. It had like 16 taps and it would rotate. They would rotate different beers from different microbreweries. Right. Um, and, and a tap for our listeners is a Kohotek. Uh, but but it, it means Nachepu. Yes. Like it's like on tap. Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, one week they had a white chocolate and raspberry beer. And holy fuck, it was transcendental. It was so fucking good. <laughs> transcendental means like that's just, it's a bullshit word. That's like a it's a great word, but it's a bullshit word. word. Yeah, yeah. Like to like to transcend is like to go from one dimension to another. Yeah. right. Takes you to another state of being. Yeah, like <laughs> going from being a human to an angel or yeah. something like that. Yeah, and transcendental is like describing something that is like that process. Yeah, uh, but it was fucking incredible it was so good but yeah they were only gonna have it that you know that one week because uh it's not like it was going to be super popular like people liked it people drank it but they're it's not gonna have it like all the time flavor for a beer though isn't it white chocolate and raspberry could you, yeah. actually, could you taste it in there that was the yeah that was and that was the thing it's like ah, oh, I, I went into it all right i went into this thing i approached the concept of this mm. all right um, I went into it thinking, well, I mean, this is a novel thing. This is an interesting new idea. I'll at least try it. Maybe it's going to be not great, but at least I'll, I'll have tried it. Um, and I, uh, yeah, it was, I, I had, I was like, holy fuck. This is absolutely astounding. Like it worked together so well. And mm. you really could taste the white chocolate. You could taste the raspberry mm. and they came together to be greater than the sum of their parts. It was so good. Fuck, I... Oh, I miss that White beer so much. White chocolate and raspberry is a pretty potent combination. Yeah, yeah. Potent yeah. means powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just got me thinking... Um, so I th- that was really nice what you said. It, I went into it thinking it would be kind of nothing special. Yeah. To go into something, like you said, it's the how you enter, how you initially think about something. Mm. Right, like you can say, like I went into it with an open mind. Mm. It means like so. I went to this conference, but rather than thinking like I went to a conference about um, flat Earth theory, flat <laughs> Earth theory, and rather than going into it thinking thinking it's going to be nonsense, I went into it with an open mind. Yeah. Like that's how I chose to start, how I chose to kind of enter the the thing. Yeah, and it's often with an ing. Like I went into it thinking it would be. Like, yeah. terrible. I went into it knowing it was bullshit. Yeah. 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 Which is the way that I would enter a uh, 
Flat Earth Conference. <laughs> God, I, I wouldn't even be able to go. No, I no, would no, no, explode right. in a rage in about seven seconds. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. It would be completely insufferable. But speaking of transcendent foods, I think I've mentioned this before, but the one food I had that truly um, took me to a, a new dimension was this um, burger in San Francisco yeah. from 4505 Burger and Barbecue. Mm. That's the name of the place. If you ever go to San Francisco, look it up. I can't even think about this burger. It won the Best Burger in the World Award. Mm-hmm. And I had it, and I had to eat it. I was there with my ex, and I had to, I had to say, sorry, but I can't talk to you for the next 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I can't open my eyes either. And I sat there just munching, munching on this burger. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> it was like, it was the own, it was one of the few times I was like, I would have this rather than sex. Sure. Like every day. Uh-huh. I would never have sex again if I could have this burger every single day. All right. And knowing me, I think I could do it. <laughs> well, I mean, you did that with I fucking did it with pizza. salami pizza. Yeah. And by the way, Chris, um, are you into salami pizza? Do you like it? Sure. Well, yeah, uh, that is one of the vegan options that they have and it's really good. You're vegan now? No. Uh, but oh, okay. I, I mean, if yeah. we're going to order pizza together, like we're going to both, like we'll, it'll be fully vegan so that she... Okay. Can enjoy it as okay. well. Most, yeah, almost all the time. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, okay. it's like because I just mm. ordered us a present, Chris. Oh, really? Salami pizza is on the way. Really? Yeah. No way. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't be talking about it because I'm so hungry as well. I couldn't okay. keep talking about it and not order one. So in about 15 minutes, a pizza is going to turn up. Okay. And uh, we can have a little break on the podcast. Maybe we can keep going. I don't know. We've done some ASMR before. All right. Yeah, all what right. do we have before? We had the cronuts. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this will be a, a, a mukbang. A muk- yeah, muk- I forgot bong. the word for yeah, that. Yeah, Mukbang, yeah. yeah. uh-huh. which uh, is where you're just like eating audibly <laughs> into the microphone. So don't yeah. hang around if you have misophonia. Yeah. <laughs> so this will be our second episode where we've had food on the podcast. Yeah. It's gonna no, be we probably should take a break to, to to chow down on that. Yeah. Maybe we can like have one slice on the air. Okay. Just then. to describe the the full taste of it because <laughs> it's a pretty good one. This is like one of my. For me, pizza is a is a special one because it's usually free delivery. It's re- it's like one of them is big enough to fill you up, and they're cheap. Like you order a pizza, one hundred and seventy five. Sure, comes with free delivery. Like that's like a you, something you can do daily. You're not going to break the bank. Mm. That's a nice expression. That means it's not too expensive. You're not going to break the bank, and yeah, it just it gets the job done in a very very good way. Sure. All right, no worries. Sounds great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I thought it was our last live episode for a little while. Uh huh. And I didn't usually, I would, uh, um, like, I would have gotten something to eat. Like maybe just a little bit, a little snack from Albert before yeah. before coming up here, but I didn't do that today. Uh, so uh, yeah, I've got uh, I've I've got some room. Yeah, me for too. A bit of a, for a bit of pizza, so I had a great. weird breakfast this morning. Oh yeah, I had prosecco for breakfast. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. For I your... mean, come on, you've cultivated this image. I've spent many uh, years cultivating this persona. Yeah. Um, but I don't actually, listeners, usually drink in the morning. But today, because it's my last live lessons with all these people, I'm with my students um so i went to uh, this class today i was teaching the owner and his wife of one of the one of our companies really nice guy and they have a new office I, you don't teach there but it's a nice fancy swanky new office you might say swanky is a funny way to say posh noble in czech um and they have a wine cooler in the office okay it's, and it's like it's about almost the height of of this from the desk to the top there. Okay, so and that's like a good two meters two, for those listening at two home. Two meters, maybe a bit over, with maybe like eight shelves, with maybe six bottles on each shelf. So probably about fifty bottles of of 
um, white wine and Prosecco. Mm-hmm. And I've never asked for any before. But today I was like, guys. No, I, no, I didn't ask. He just turned up and he was like, Prosecco, last lesson. Uh-huh. And it was seven. No, it was 9.30 in the morning. Wow. And I hadn't had time for breakfast yet. And I had already taught a lesson before. So I was like really hungry. <laughs> we, had, uh, we had, what, two glasses each. And I could feel it. Okay. And I was so hungry. I was like, but just, oh. <laughs> Oh my god yeah <laughs> that's great um i want to uh uh offer something here so when mm. you were talking about the height of uh this fridge of this wine cooler uh you pointed to the top of the window and said it was as tall as 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 this window frame right yeah so a thing that we would say in english to talk about the height of something like when compared to something else is that it goes up to okay, this yeah. thing so jacob you could have said, "Oh man, this fridge! Yeah, it, it goes up to the. It would go up to the top of that. Uh, it would go up to the top of that window, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you're comparing um, uh, somebody else's height to your to yourself or mm-hmm. another person, like you would say, "Yeah, he only goes up to my shoulder, or comes up to. I would say come. Maybe I, yeah. I would say she she comes up to my um my 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 shoulder. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, to go up to as well. Yeah. He only goes up to yeah goes up to shoulder, goes up to my chest or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Or even like it goes up to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the expression in Czech, but I've forgotten it. But they talk about having problems up to their neck, I believe. Uh, like, like I'm up to my neck in issues. N- no, they say that my teeth are full of it. No, no, you're thinking of a different thing. Okay, then. Yeah. Because the point how in English we say like I'm up to my eyeballs yeah. in work. Mm-hmm. They have a similar thing in Czech, but I believe... That's the... Full, my, my teeth are full of... Or that, or yeah, something like a, that's that. A, yeah, that, that, there's, oh, that's, that, there's that as well, which uh-huh. means... You've broken my brain, for Chris. Sorry. Sorry. But yeah, mam plune zubi is I'm sick of something. Uh-huh. Which is a bit different to like, I'm up to my eyeballs in work. Okay, all right. Because I'm up to my eyeballs. This is a nice expression in English. I'm up to my eyeballs in work. It means like I have so much work. Mm. It's like going from the floor all the way up to my eyeballs. To be honest, in Czech, I think they say dick. Okay. I think think they say I'm up to my dick in work. I could be wrong. Someone else says neck and someone else says head because I've learned it in Spanish as well. And it's interesting how each language is like up to a different level Uh of their body, you know? You just done another very Czech thing. What did I say? <laughs> he said, and someone says this, and no, someone I didn't. Said, you absolutely oh, no. one thousand percent did it three oh, times. No. Three times. No. <laughs> oh my god! This is Jacob has broken a rule in oh. uh, the very leaflet that he wrote. Shit. Uh, That's why I wrote those leaflets, though, because uh-huh. I knew that I was peaking. To peak is to be at your highest level, your best level of something. I knew that it was it was going to go downhill afterwards. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, I've got to write this down before I forget this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's amazing. That's that amazing. horrible. That's horrible. Um, I've got a couple of things to mention. Please. Um, yeah, so one thing I wanted to mention, because I'm just about the Australia thing, is mm. I found out this week. Because uh, the most expensive thing in, in Australia is drinking and rent. Mm. Right. And I'm not going to drink, so I can only goon. I'm only drinking goon. That's my rule. Okay. Goon only. Um, but for accommodation, I was like looking at different options. Hostels are the cheapest. But to be honest, I thought I, was, I can't stay in hostels for the whole time. I'm going to lose my mind. Mm. So I'll go to some Airbnbs. It's expensive, but you can get a room for like 25000 It's not fun. But then yesterday, I think it was yesterday, two days ago, I came across this amazing looking service. I'm sure you've heard of it. 
uh, trustedhousesitters.com. Oh, okay, sure. So what this is, um, and it, I couldn't, it's, it's, my mind is still blown by this whole concept. It's people who have pets and they go on holiday and they want someone to come and look after their pet whilst they're gone. Mm. And in, re- in return, you go and you look after their pet and you live in their house for free. Mm. Because I didn't know this, but apparently pet sitters are super expensive and people pay like $100, $150 a day for a pet sitter. Mm-hmm. So if you go away for two weeks, it's like two and a half thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah, just for somebody to take yeah. care of you. I don't want to say just to have someone take care of your pet, but it's like that's just one thing yeah. that you're spending money on and yeah. that's a lot. That's a lot of money. So instead, they get to do it for free because their house is just there anyway and someone comes and lives with your pet, cuddles it, feeds it, looks after it, and in return, they get free accommodation. And obviously, it's like there's like a review system, right? They, everyone reviews each other. So the the people who own the houses, they get reviewed by the people who did the house sitting, and the house sitters get reviewed as well. And the more reviews you get, obviously, you become in higher demand. And I just thought this makes perfect sense. This, for me, this is a perfect use case of the internet: putting two groups of people together who can benefit from each other, mm. mutually beneficial, mutually as spolechnia. And because no money is changing hands, it can't be monetized. Well, actually, the service itself, you have to pay to be a member, and it's like $150 a year. Okay, not bad. Not bad, and both sides pay. And what they provide for that for that is they provide, firstly, um, video call support instantly to any vet. So, like, if something goes wrong with the pet, okay, you know, the fish is not floating the same way it was yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, I think this fish is, is going. Sure. You call up the vet, and they tell you what to do, or you, your dog stops walking. You call someone up, mm-hmm. you know, and also they provide insurance. So if the dog breaks something or if the dog dies, you know, or they just destroy something, it's covered by the insurance. Mm-hmm. Great system. Yeah. Really no, that great is good. system. And I looked up, I looked it up in Brisbane and there's like 80 of them in Brisbane and you can just like apply for them and you can like line up the dates nicely. So it's like you do this one for two weeks, then you've got a couple of days free, then you go somewhere else for two weeks. I'm going to try it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, one of my... <clears throat> Uh, uh, one of my cousins um, did that a lot all around Europe. Like he he stayed in wow. various places for like months at a time for yeah, free. That's crazy. Uh, just taking care of this person's house or that person's house. Yeah. Uh, in I don't know in Spain or in France or yeah. in Sweden or something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Once yeah. they know you're trustworthy, then it's gonna it's great. You know. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it with dogs because dogs are a lot of work. Because they're like, you really have to like do a lot with dogs. I mean, depending on the dog. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just not for me. I don't like dogs that much. Sure. Um, but cats, feed them in the morning, feed them at night, give them a couple of strokes on the sofa. Mm-hmm. Some people, it's just fish. Yeah. What the fuck? You just give them a bit of food each day. Uh-huh. And then you have a whole nice house. And it's often like nice houses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, and you get the Wi-Fi and the Netflix and everything. And I'm like, you would pay 30, 40, 50,000 crowns a month to have that. Mm. And you get it for free. Yep. And if you're completely independent, like with your dates, you can be wherever, whenever, which I will be when I'm there, why not do it? Yep. You know, you might as well. Exactly. You might as well. Might as well is from our yellow course, the essential English course. It means why not? Mm -hmm. You might as well try it. Uh It's a modal verb. So it's followed by bare infinitive. You might as well try it. So yeah, I'm going to try. And I thought it could be a good good video for YouTube again. I stayed for free in Australia for a month Uh looking after these fish. 
Okay. Well, I mean, you probably have to get the consent of the uh, the, the homeowner first. Yeah, probably. It's a good idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. This <laughs> legal requirement. Yeah. But I just thought it was a great idea. Would you do it? Would you be down? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Why, why, you know, why not? Uh, as you said, free accommodation and all you have to do is look after somebody's yeah. pet. Like, I, I am not the kind of person that is desperate to have an animal. But I like animals. I yeah. like cats. I like dogs. Same. You know, I'm I'm not one way or the other. Uh, you're obviously more of a cat person than a dog. I like, dog I like dogs. I just mm-hmm. don't like all the work that comes along with them. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> I like low maintenance things. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. And dogs is it's a lot because you have to care about their emotions. You know, like they they look a bit bored or sad. Cats don't give a fuck. Mm. They're really happy to be outside, chilling, chasing things, and they come back. I like them because they're selfish. They they come to you when they want to cuddle, uh-huh. then they fuck off again. Yeah, I like that. Uh huh. I'm like, we we get each other, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I grew up with cats as well. Okay, then. and they're just okay. they're funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up with both. Oh yeah. We had a uh, but the cats were not by choice. They just like showed up in our backyard one day, oh, and then yeah, actually we had the same. <laughs> yeah, and like neither of my parents. I don't think they wanted cats. Right. But neither of my parents actually did anything to do anything about it. It was just all of a sudden like, oh well, uh-huh. I've got a litter of cats here. I guess we're I guess we're doing this now. I guess okay. I guess this is a thing. We're taking care of these animals now. And you didn't wonder if they were like a neighbor's cats or uh, like stealing someone's cats. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. No. It, I think they were just wandering around. They ended up in our backyard one day, and then. <laughs> Yeah, like but either of my parents very easily could have done anything to like uh, to get rid of them, you know, if they didn't want them. Which I know my mom didn't want them, right? Like for sure, my mom didn't want them, and I think my dad just didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we just ended up like, I, and I didn't care because I was a kid and I wasn't paying for the food that we would have to provide for them. Uh, uh, so yeah, we just ended up taking care of these, yeah, the, taking care of these cats. We actually, in my family, have a pretty bad um, history with cats. Or, uh-huh. You know, we never actually owned a cat, but we stole a few cats. Stole. Uh, so I, I'll tell you the story. So the first cat that we, we kind of messed up was when I was about... Messed up! When I was like seven years old. And it was called Sooty. I still remember I was like five or six years old. It was called Sooty. It's a black and white cat. And it, it would come, to, it would come, it was its habit, it would come to our house pretty often, and my mum would feed it, like, cat food. And obviously, when you start feeding a cat, it thinks, oh, this is my new home. And it, it would be at our house all the time. But then we found out that this cat food was making the cat really sick. Uh-huh. And it was, like, throwing up all over the place. And um, I think the owners got pretty annoyed when they found out we've been feeding it this little food it's not supposed to eat. Mm. And that was just the first experience. Then, um, a few years later, when I was about 15, um, we were li- the next-door neighbors had two cats. Uh, one was called Ginger and one was called something else. And we basically stole their cats. Like, Firstly, it was like basically. like They would just start coming to our house mm-hmm. and we were feeding them. They would like stay overnight. They were just always there. And like in your backyard? No, or in, in your the house. house. Wow. They were like sleeping in my sister's bed, you know. And my mum was like, we just don't tell the neighbors. Uh-huh. Uh, but, that's, but when it got bad, Chris... It's when we, when we moved house, we took the cats with us. Or one of them. D- did your neighbors know? Don't think so. Okay. That's My mum was like, oh, it's, it's ours now. Uh-huh. <laughs> we actually kidnapped a cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We catnapped. <laughs> and you know about karma, right? Two weeks after we moved house, after stealing that cat, 
there was a freak flood in our new town. It was like in May, and there was massive hailstones the size of tennis balls, and it flooded the whole town, and it killed that cat. Oh, my God. Yeah. The cat drowned. Oh, my God. After being hit in the head. By one of these, because we were actually on the, at the time that this flood happened. The reason the cat couldn't come inside is we were staying at my grand's place, and um, then this thing happened: this sudden flood, hail, hailstones out of nowhere. And our neighbor called us up and said, "Hey, your cat's outside," and it's like there's like water gushing. Like it, the water was in our house up to like a meter. Wow, up to yeah, yeah, it came up to the came up to the walls, and the cat was apparently the neighbor was like it's standing on the on the on the fence. Mm. And there's these massive ten- tennis-sized hailstones coming down. Uh, and we're like, oh, shit. And then the neighbor's like, oh, it just hit it in the head. And it went into the river and died. Oh, my God. And when I say river, I mean, it, it's normally just a path. Right. But it, it turned into a river uh-huh. and fucking died. Holy shit. And I was like, we basically brought the wrath of God onto that town because we <laughs> stole a cat from our previous village. And the poor cat didn't do anything to exactly. deserve it. Exactly. Poor cat. Oh, my God. Poor Ginger. Uh-huh. That was his name. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that was, um, you know, I've been a little bit mentally scarred by my upbringing with cats because we just steal them and kill them. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, the one you didn't kill you just, oh, just, just, just made it sick brutally hurt it oh my yeah. god anyway so that's my cat story okay yeah. yeah yeah and we had rabbits as well they were much much better yeah but actually ginger ate the rabbits because <laughs> <laughs> the ginger became friends with the rabbits and like because the rabbits were in a cage right and they're called flash and chloe mm. love these rabbits they were great and um the cat was like always like looking at them and sort of got used to them and one day we sort of left the the cage door open by mistake and we freaked out like oh my god ginger's gonna eat the rabbits and we went outside and the rabbits were cuddling with the cat they were just like lying in the sun chilling out yeah and i was like oh guess it's okay then so then we just never closed the cage door again and for about six months it was all good they were just playing together and having a nice time one day cat was in a bad mood yeah i'm a bit hungry Yep, I think we forgot to feed it. I think that actually happened. I think we forgot to feed the cat, mm. and then uh, no more rabbits. Yep, and that's what happens. Like, <laughs> that's cats, brutal. Cats are cats are fine as long as you feed them, and then as yeah. soon as you don't feed them, as soon as they get hungry, like yeah. they will sort themselves out. Like this is a a well known yeah. thing that like uh, old old people um if, like if they have cats and then they die and then all of a sudden there's oh. nobody feeding the cat, the the cat will just start eating the person. What? Because really, cats eat people. Yeah, I've not heard about that. Oh yeah, like through the fucking skin. Yeah, that's disgusting. You wouldn't think that they would want to eat some old human, dead old dead human. It's meat. Oh, that's disgusting. Uh huh. I've honestly never heard of that before. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. no. This is a this oh. is a thing that happens. They get hungry and they they need Jesus. to eat something, so they're gonna they're gonna start eating oh. whatever they can. That's disgusting. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, wish you hadn't wish you hadn't told me that just before my pizza arrives. <laughs> Oh well, it's before the pizza arrives, while wait, while while waiting for the pizza to arrive. Yeah. Um. You said that the rabbits' names were Flash and Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. I named Flash. That was my one, the black one. Uh huh. And my brother named Chloe, the okay, white one. Okay, then. Uh, is this a thing that you've noticed in the Czech Republic with like people's dogs? They give their dogs like really funny human names. Yeah. 
But, like, it's one thing to give a dog a human name because, like, Max is a human name and you can call your dog Max and that's a pretty, that's a pretty tough name. You can call it Butch. Butch is a tough name, mm-hmm. right? But, like, these are uh, not... Like, Max is a sort of unusual name. There aren't that many Maxes in the world. But here you walk around town and, you know, you hear people calling out, like, Ronnie, Ronnie. You know, put Sam on here. Yeah. And it's like, your dog's name is Ron? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I think I met one called Matilda. Uh, oh, that's a cool name. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Matilda isn't a very common name. But seriously, like a, a name like bloody... Uh, one of my students, um, he uh, uh, his dog's name is, um, well, Ian. It's like, not Ian, but Ian. Ian, like I-O-N or I-R-O-N? I, uh, no, like, like, like the name Ian, but instead of it being pronounced Ian, it's Ian. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, it's just like, oh, this is my dog, Ian. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. I know. It's kind of weird. Uh, and like thinking about that, I, I just, I sometimes think about like, what would be the funniest regular person name to name a pet? I think Chris would be funny. Sure, yeah. It's yeah, my dog, yeah. Chris. Uh-huh, <laughs> like, that uh-huh. would be funny. Um, uh, but yeah, like Tim or... Uh, uh, Richard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, yeah, it's just... <laughs> Listeners, let us know. Uh, email us, podcast at speaklikeme.cz. If you have any pets with funny names, like human names, or if you know anyone who has a pet with funny name, like a human name, because mm-hmm. it's really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, like... I, I like I understand why they're giving them these names because to them it's it's um exotic like it's, it's English names Anglo names right um it is it it is exotic like for the, uh, an Anglo person we wouldn't name our child uh we wouldn't 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 name our our, our child like you know Stepan or um Yiji or whatever not if you like them anyway. Uh, sure, <laughs> because it doesn't. It's, we don't have those words, those names. No, yeah. no. But like, you you could if it, like you could name your pet that because it's exotic and it's funny. Yeah. You know, oh, you know, little uh, little Jacob over there. Yeah, you know, he's just uh, he's just on the hunt. Yeah, it's like oh, your dog's name Jacob. He's like yeah, you know, that's the Czech version of of, of Jacob. But saying yeah. oh, you know, my dog Jacob. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Well, our pizza's pretty delayed, Chris. I'm pretty pissed because usually it comes in 15 minutes. Uh-huh. And it says it's still got 23 minutes left. Oh, my God. And I ordered like half an hour ago. Oh. So I'm pretty bummed about that. Yeah. To be bummed is to be annoyed about mm. something. Or disappointed. Disappointed. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. pretty bummed. Like, do, you, it, do you say that in Australia? Uh, I think some people do. Um, uh, but yeah, we would just say Devo. Devo. Right. Um, and then it's common to say like uh, like bummer. Like, yeah. Oh, that's a bit of a bummer. Yeah, that's, um, that's a bummer. But we use bummed for like my emotion. Like, oh, I, I am feeling yeah. pretty bummed. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, no, we would say I am Devo about this. I'm Devo? Yeah. Oh, I thought that Devo means like devastating. It, it can. It's everything. <laughs> it's everything. Yeah, yeah. So he was he was Devo about that because... Oh, oh I didn't know about that. I'm yeah, learning yeah. new things every day. Okay. Yeah, and, uh, and that was pretty Devo. Uh, but yeah. I, you weren't even here the other day. I think I was here with Lucy and someone else. 
and we just kept saying Devo because uh-huh. it was just like perfect for the situation. I was like, oh, Devo. Uh-huh. And then Lucy used it and we just started cracking up because we're like, <laughs> Chris has infected us because we all agreed that we love this word. That's a great and word. And we didn't, we didn't know it before. Uh-huh. It's just such a great word. Can, <laughs> I, do you think there's any other words that I'm going to come back after Australia and be like, this is my new vocab now? Heaps. Probably heaps, which yep. means like spolster in mm. Czech, like in English, in British English would say a bunch of. I'm guessing you also say a bunch of. Can do. But you don't. I use it all the time. All right. We've got a bunch of things to do, yep. a bunch of friends. And just, that comes from like a bunch of bananas. Right. Yeah. But you have heaps. Do you know where that comes from? Like a heap of what? I don't know. Just heaps. Just heaps. Yeah. 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 A large amount of something. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it can be countable and uncountable. Heaps of cookies, heaps of wine. Uh. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Nice. And then even like, uh, I, I guess like adverbial as well. Like you'd say, um, yeah, I love that. Um, I love that heaps or I heaps hate that. Oh, really? Yeah. I heaps hate that? Yeah. 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 That's hilarious. It's like very, very not correct, but it's just funny to say things like that. And reminds mm. me what I'm supposed to say for the size of a drink if I want like a half beer. Well, it depends where you are, dude. All oh, right. Because um, it's different ones. Like in, I told you that for where I'm from, um, <clears throat> Uh, a pot is like a small beer here and then a schooner and, and then a pint is a large beer and then in the middle there is a schooner. Mm. But then in other parts of the country, that's like swapped around. Like maybe the the pot is the middle one and then there's a, a, a mid, I think, mm. which uh, like a midi may, maybe? I, I, I can't even remember. But yeah, that would be the lower one or I don't know. It's It, mm. it changes um, yeah. state by state and then even... Uh, region by region within okay. a state. So I, yeah, don't, uh, but look, a pint is always a pint. Yeah, of pint, course. a pint is always a pint. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you're in Czech Republic where they don't serve pints. No, it's just a large. annoying, yeah. Because a pint is bigger than a half litre. Uh, yeah, yeah, a yeah. A pint is 5.6, 568. Yep, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. um, Katia, finance girl, when she lived in Australia, she was there for like nine months, she worked in Hooters, actually. And she um, said the most confusing thing was all these names of like different drink sizes. She had no idea what a schooner was and a pot and all this stuff. Mm. Do you know the reason she chose to work in Hooters? It's because it was the the most appropriately dressed place to work, she'd said. Wow. She was working in the Gold Coast and she said the Hooters actually had the most covered uniforms of any place she went to. She said like normal restaurants or bars had these like super, super slutty um, uniforms for girls. Okay. And she was like, your boobs are out and your ass is out. Everything's out. Wow. And she said the Hooters were actually known for being like the most respectful the best, like, you know. Okay, the most, like, covering. The most covering thing. Okay, wow, that's really surprising. Oh, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought, yeah. But uh, she said she was, it was pretty good there. Okay, then. So uh, right. make sure to support your local Hooters. <laughs> we do have one here. Yeah, we do. I've been At there. least. Yeah, and it was, I went there only once, but it was, I had really good burger sliders. Okay, all right, all right. But a quick food tip for you, because I've got food on the mind. Um, they have really good hot dogs at Rikrovisari Beer Garden. Okay. They have massively stepped up their food game. All right. Remember, step up your game is to improve the quality. Food game, food quality. They've massively stepped up their food game. Um, they do amazing, uh, also an amazing chicken burger mm-hmm. with fries. You know, sometimes you order food from a place and the food is like 10 times better than it has any right to be. Good. 
Yes. So to be to be better than something has a right to be means like you expect something to be a certain level. Like if you order a burger from a beer garden, you're not expecting like a super gourmet amazing burger you're expecting an average burger yeah just something to like to, to just to fill you up you know yeah. it's like it, it only needs to be so good and that's fine yeah. that's totally fine there's nothing wrong with average yeah. in certain circumstances but if something is better this these these burgers are five times better than they have any right to be they're fucking amazing mm. if that was a burger restaurant i would go there and i would just for the burger so the chicken, the chicken burger is amazing. It's like a shredded chicken, and also the hot dog. Mm-hmm. And the hot dog's at 120 crowns, and it's like a big bun hot dog uh, with the hot dog um, with like onions, uh, like but really nice onions, really nicely done. Different sauces. Uh, I think bacon. They've got bacon in it as well. Oh god, I'm so hungry. <laughs> I just want to go and eat everything right now. Uh, should we take a little break, Chris, and we'll come back um, for some some useful stuff from our leaflets? Absolutely. All right, yep. guys, we're back in a couple seconds for some useful learning stuff. All right, guys, we're still on our break technically, but during the break, we're talking. We're just Chris. What did you just ask me, Chris? Uh, I asked Jacob if he was nervous about going to Australia and uh, being able to maintain his current like eating habits in terms yeah. of because you order like two of the three meals you eat a day. You, you get it out. You eat it out at a restaurant. And the or first something meal like is that. just a coffee and pastry on the metro. Uh huh. Yeah. So I have two meals a day plus coffee and pastry. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, I asked if uh, if you're going to be able to, um, yeah, if you're nervous about carrying that over to Australia because like things are getting expensive in the Czech Republic, but it's still not as expensive as it is in Australia. Like it's real. Like eating out is really fucking expensive in Australia. Well, because you told me this, Chris, I was getting pretty nervous. So what I did, because I'm, to be honest, I think I'm too far gone. This is a good expression. I'm too far gone to go back to cooking. I'm just too messed up. I've, I've gotten used to, I've, I've had years now of not cooking. Literally years. Uh-huh. Um, the last time I cooked was only to impress a girl and it was eggs on toast. <laughs> like that's, that's, my, that's my like bar. Bar means like your standard. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I don't want to cook. I don't want to go back to that life, to be honest. So I looked up... Um, so I went to like this town that I want to stay in, Noosa, and also Cairns. And I just started like looking at the restaurants on Google Maps because they always show the menu, right? Breakfast is fine. You can get like a, a solid, um, solid is a good word as well. You can get a solid bacon and egg sandwich, bacon and egg bap for 10, 10 Australian dollars, mm-hmm. which is 144 crowns. That's fine. Mm. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can get main meals for like 15 like a like a a reasonable meal. If you look for the like cheaper places, you can get like a like a small pizza or you know a small plate of food for fifteen. If you look for the special deals in the cheaper places for fifteen bucks, which is like what's that two hundred and twenty crowns I think, which is honestly about what I spend now because I live in JZP. And it's hella expensive, mm. so I'm used to paying two twenty for a meal. Okay, so actually, I think I can manage it. Okay. I All think right. I can continue my disgusting lifestyle of never cooking in Australia. All right. Well, if you... Uh, if I can't, uh, I'm going to come back. <laughs> if you change your mind um, and, and things start going uh, uh, 
uh, things start going south, your money situation starts getting a little bit dire, yeah. uh, but you still don't want to spend too much time cooking. So, so, quick, uh, so, so go south means become bad. Yeah. Yeah. And dire means really seriously bad. Yeah. Uh, so a uh, something that I miss so much, but uh, you can get it here as well. All right, a very very popular um, brand of instant noodles mm. in Australia is Indomie Mee Goreng. Oh, oh, and you have to send me a screenshot of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it is like well, you'll be able to get it in Bali as well. Okay, because um, it is it's Indonesian, and uh, yeah, it's just like this. MSG filled, like get soy sauce, and then there's like this packets of dried onion, and like it's so good. It's so. Is it like a good. pot noodle, like in a pot, and you pour in water, or do you no, put it yeah, into a bowl? Yeah, you have to you have to like boil it yeah. in um okay. uh, in a, in a pot, and right. then like and, and mix all all, all okay. the stuff in. How much does it cost for one? Oh, like oh, I I I don't know. I haven't um uh, I haven't been uh, uh to Australia in, in a long time, um so I don't know how much the price has gone up, but it should be less than a dollar. Yeah. It should still be less than an Australian dollar. Yeah. When I we first started getting these in. It was around like the year 2000 or something like that. They were like 30 cents a packet, dude. That's great. 30 cents a packet. But yeah, you would always have to have two. Two packets. Uh, yeah, at a time. Like one is just absolutely not enough. You would have right. to have two. Um, just the noodles. You didn't add any meat or something? Uh no, like, I mean you can, yeah, and that's like that's a thing. Is yeah. like, how do you make your migoring, right? <laughs> well, what do you do? How do you make your migoring? Okay, because um, uh, everybody does something different. Like people add different things and and, and so forth. Uh, but yeah, even just the basic, straight up, regular uh, uh, migoring. Straight yeah. up is a great phrase, mm. which means like, don't know how to explain straight up. Um, it means like sort of not diluted, nothing extra added, like a hundred percent genuine. Mm-hmm. Like you can say, this guy's a straight up lunatic, mm-hmm. and it means like he's completely genuinely a lunatic, a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to have something to to like, well, like a drink, right? To like to have but, something straight. Yeah, that's straight. Yeah, but I mean, like yeah. it's related. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. But um, yeah, straight up. And sometimes, yeah, it doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Should we do the Chinglish useful things? I think we should. Yeah. All right. So before the uh, uh, before the pizza before the finally pizza gets here, finally gets here. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So last time we did. Can you see what five point two is on there? Sure. This um, is from our Chinglish oh, and useful things an course. Remember, guys, that we have leaflets of for all these courses. We have videos on YouTube. Each topic has its own video, and we also have these amazing summary leaflets. I say amazing, but because I made them, but. I do think they're genuinely quite they're nice. Good. And it's like each topic has its little box just explaining the, the overview of the topic. And they're numbered. And we're on five, what's 5.2? 5.2 is without an ING. As in you can't walk through Prague without seeing lots of tourists. Did we do that one? I think we did. So maybe just mention it quickly. So okay. And we do the next one as well. Uh, yep. So uh, this is what we use to express the fact that uh, you can't, that when you do a certain activity, there are some activities that when you do them, it is not possible or at least very, very difficult to avoid also doing something else. 
okay? Uh, so, for example, you can't walk through Prague without seeing lots of tourists. Now, this does not mean that in order to walk through Prague, you must see lots of tourists. It just means that the act of walking through Prague so often, naturally, it also uh, require it. It also means that you will uh, see a lot of tourists. Yeah. Right. And the reason I put this in the leaflet is because in Czech it's Anuj Bik, uh, so it's like Nemůžu chodit po Praze, Anuj Bik viděl hodně turisty. So. Because this is a kind of theoretical in Czech, Anuj Bik, people just get confused and don't know what to say. But it's just without and then ing verb. So you, you know, we, me and Chris can't do a podcast without mentioning the gym. Mm. You know, it's impossible for us to do a podcast. Anuj Bisme Zminili Fitka, something like that. <laughs> I'm going to be destroyed in the comments. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was the one from maybe we did it before. So I think we did. And Yuzhbik without plus ing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the next one on there? Uh, the next one is uh, how to use help, make, and let. Oh, that's nice. Correctly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so with most verbs, um, if there is going to be another verb after it, that second verb needs to be in infinitive. So, for example, I want to go. I needed to eat. Uh, I will try to sleep, okay? Those are in infinitive. And then there are some exceptions where it needs to be in ing form, like three categories of exceptions. I won't go into that, okay? But then there are even more exceptions. Uh, These three specific ones, help, make, and let. And in these cases, the verb after it needs to be in bear infinitive. Shocking. Bear. Bear infinitive. So, no two. No mm, two. It is not, I helped him to find a job. You would say, I helped him find a job. Yeah. All right. No two. Yep. Uh, So, Jacob, what is something that uh, you have helped someone do recently? So, I recently helped. My friend, um, I don't know. <laughs> I helped my friend uh, move a wardrobe. Okay, perfect. Yep. Yeah, uh, helped, and then my friend, and then the verb move in bare infinitive, yeah, which means no to. Yep. Okay, uh, and then make. So instead of saying he made me to apologize, you would just say he made me apologize mm-hmm. and apologize in bare infinitive no too yeah and this is making the meaning of force like vinucit. yeah yeah so when you were young uh what did your parents make you do they my made, parents made me feed our cats and dogs my parents made me do the hoovering uh-huh yeah and they made me play with my sister okay then all right my mom made me go to church. Oh, she yeah. ma- she made us go to church every now and then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, not every week, uh, but that's often every enough. week for me. God damn, that sucks ass. <laughs> that's absolutely terrible. Uh, okay, all right. And then the last one is let. So instead of saying he let me to use his phone, you would say he let me use his phone. Hmm. Yeah. No, too. Let me use it. 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what is something that you, if you were to have kids, what would you let them do that maybe other parents uh, Ooh, wouldn't let their kids that's do? That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I think I would let my kids um, quit school. Okay. Yeah. If they felt they were more inclined to be a scuba diving instructor and said, fuck this maths, mm-hmm. I would be like, yeah, all right. Good luck with that. Okay. Uh, to be honest, with the whole kids thing, I know so many parents feel like so like like the kids have to be successful. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, well, I'm living my life, you know, and uh-huh. like, um, if my kids want to do, they can just do whatever they want, you know. It's, it's their life. If you want to, you know, quit school and go and try and be a famous musician, do it. Sure. I don't give a fuck. Okay. You know. All right. And I would always support them as well. Like, you can come back home, you know, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, do what you want. Sure. Just don't uh, uh, don't fuck yourself up too badly, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, so don't do drugs. Don't, don't do drugs. Don't go to prison. Yeah. Or don't do drugs to the point where it's fucking your life up. <laughs> you know? Okay, yeah. So, you know, no more than three heroin lines <laughs> or three, three coke lines a week or whatever. Uh-huh. Oh, got a notification, Chris. All right. Oh. Oh, it's arriving now. All right. Happy well days. Then. So, guys, we'll take a quick break. Um, we'll, we'll come back for five more minutes of just, just telling you how good this pizza is mm-hmm. before we sign off. All right. We'll be back in a couple of seconds. Pizza has arrived. Pizza Francie. Have you tried this one before? Uh, no. This is one of my favorite ones. It's really good. You want to grab yourself a slice there? All right. Okay, hold on a second. Let's, uh, let's work this out. So we've got a, it's a salami pizza. Okay, I'll have this With slice. big, big, nice round pieces of salami. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's nice, big, round pieces of salami. This yeah. is the order of adjectives that uh, uh, we... we uh, the, the order that we say adjectives in English. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah, mm. Nice and big. It's not super important. I'm so. so ready. Yeah, some people I had, some people really overteach this about the order of adjectives. Doesn't matter that yeah, much. Yeah, it's it's not super important, you know, but yeah. I if if you guy. really really want to sound natural, well, that's a good way of doing it. Yeah. I had this. Uh, there was this teacher in the old language school I used to work at who was obsessed with this, and he had whole lesson plans with like nine adjectives in a row, mm. and exactly what order they should go. Like, dude, you're never gonna say nine fucking adjectives for one pizza. You know, mm. we talk. We do. The most, the most adjectives. Sorry, I'm speaking mm. with a full mouth. The most adjectives that you can put in front of a word and still sound like normal is like three. Yeah, I would say. Mostly, it's gonna like be a nice, two. big, tasty pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything, anything more than that, then you're. I don't know. You're doing something else. Um, literative mm. that is uh i don't know not not normal like mm. it's starting to sound too extra um which could be fine but in regular conversation it's not going to happen so what do you think of the pizza chris yeah it's pretty good thank you very much the uh uh the dough is i, I like i like it when the dough is like soft yeah and chewy i like it when it's thin and it's got a, enough tomato on the base because sometimes they don't put enough tomato and it's just cheese mm. And then it's just like a bit dry, mm-hmm. but this is great. The, the crust, the crust that could be a good word is the outside part of bread, bread or a pizza. Do you usually eat the crusts? Yes, I do. 
Do you like a stuffed crust? I haven't had enough stuffed crusts mm. to say, uh, uh, to give a definitive answer on that. Yeah. But I like the concept of it. I appreciate the concept of... Uh, so they're taking like a, a sort of boring part and making it interesting. Like Pizza Hut is the only place I've had stuffed crust. But mm. it's good. Mm-hmm. Good. So one more thing I wanted to talk to you about, Chris. It's this Monday. Was it Monday? Apple announced its new oh, my God. Vision Pro headset. It was fucking meme device. Dude, it's amazing. Um, the meme, or I don't know if it, I've not seen any memes yet, but the bit where they show the dad at his daughter's um, birthday party and they're playing and he's wearing this headset, smiling, and you can see his fake eyes through the screen. Because are you aware that there's a screen on the outside of it and there's cameras inside that look at your eyes and it mm. sort of makes uh, its best guess about what your face is doing and then projects that onto the screen outside. Oh, my God. And he's, like, taking photos with his headset because it takes photos as well, like 3D photos, and he's, like, smiling and laughing, mm. and his kids are playing, and it looks the most, like, dystopian, creepy shit. I'm like, I couldn't believe that they actually put that in their ad video. Yeah. I'm like, don't show the super creepy part of it. And, like, the first one as well, yeah. you know? It's not like... You uh, advertise like the super cool shit, and then okay, here's something else extra mm-hmm. as well. It's like no, this was this is what they opened with. Yeah. So what do you make of it? Have you like seen anything about it? Um. Uh. Yeah. 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 And uh, it's. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what they. I don't know what they were thinking. Um. Because. Every, like. Nothing has worked like, when it comes to virtual reality and like uh, and, and these sorts of things. It like, nothing has like really broken into like mainstream popularity yet. At the moment, it's yet. still um, uh, it's still uh, just mainly for like games, you know, and maybe like a, a basic artistic yeah. um, uh, expression. But it's it's like VR at this point is really still mainly just for, for for gaming. Very early days. Yeah, and like, but there has to be early days for the good times to come. For sure. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, and uh, uh, and I will get to a point about that. Um, and like d- d- seeing what happened to Meta when they were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be our uh, virtual reality fucking mm. product or Quest. this is the, uh, the, 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 the world that we want to create and that just completely getting laughed out of the room. Um, that, like, they had to have seen this coming. Like, they knew that that happened, right? So they had to be prepared for that. Apple, you mean now? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they saw what happened to Meta and they had to have known... They, they definitely knew what the situation was, um, what the public response to that was. So you would think that, like, okay, in order for us to not also get laughed out of the room, we need to distance ourselves and make something that's, like, so much obviously better that everybody says, oh, well, this is it. Yeah, okay, now this is what we're asking. This is why Meta is not it and Apple... Like, this is it. And that just didn't happen. Like, it, everybody's looking at this and just completely saying, like, no fucking thank you. And what makes all of this so much worse is the fucking price tag, dude. Yeah. 
Like it is completely inaccessible. How much is three and a half thousand US dollars in crowns? It's like Seven, ninety seventy seven thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seventy seven thousand crowns. That's completely inaccessible. Yeah. You cannot expect uh, regular people to to get into this. Like it was one thing with the iPhone where when that was coming out. Um, or yeah, when when that came out, sure, people were probably having the same reaction where it's like, oh, why do I need a phone like that? That's crazy. Like Blackberry's a thing, or even just my regular dumb phone. Like, why do I need anything else? But the utility of it, it it is still there. Like, it's a Blackberry. It was a Blackberry, but better. And the price, though a bit more expensive than a regular phone, was still well within reach for the average person. It's like a couple hundred dollars couple hundred euros like that's not a big ask Mm. that's that's not asking for the moon right but with this i i feel like it's completely different like this is not technology that's necessary yeah like there's there's nothing groundbreaking that's going to change the way that you live in the world in a useful meaningful way like yes if you are wearing that then it is going to change uh it's going to change your relationship with your family exactly (laughs) uh and like smartphones started becoming the norm because they became the norm. Like everybody started getting them because they were accessible. And then the world started changing so that everything was like smartphone accessible and smartphone friendly and, uh, and so forth. And that could happen because they were affordable. But that's not going to fucking happen with this one. It's three and a half thousand US dollars for one of these. Like the average person is not going to yep. buy this and create an environment where it's like, oh well, fuck me, dead. We have to cater. We have to cater for the VR headset having crowd. That's not going to happen. I, I just, see it. Yeah, I see it as like computers in the seventies. People were not going to buy a computer in the seventies. They were expensive as fuck and bad. They were like. Very early gen, but they had to exist so that in the 90s, suddenly, oh, it's cheap enough and small enough that everyone can have one. And I think it's like this. I think that's why it's expensive. I think they're not even wanting everyone to buy it. They're not planning everyone to buy it. I think this is the first thing that will exist. And I think they're thinking like five or ten generations down the road when it is like a pair of glasses. Because you need to have had the time to build up the support for developers and to work on the technology and to make it cheaper. So I think this is like... A pe- no one's going to buy this, I don't think. But I think in 10 years they will. I could get behind that if it wasn't advertised, as we just said, to the everyman. In this, well, they, in, they have to, don't they, in the advertising? Well, I mean, if you're going to compare it to computers in the 1970s, I don't know. I might be mistaken, but I don't think IBM and whatever, I don't think they were advertising their room-sized computers uh, to the everyman. There wasn't this commercial saying, I'll get yours now, you know, for the low, low price of, mm-hmm. you know, an, an affordable car. Like, it's... Mm. Yeah, I, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I don't see that being the case. I think they do want people to have this now. They want regular people to have this now. This is not like developer mods uh, or like a, a developer stage. Like, hey, you know, get in on this and do your work on it and, and, and see how you can make it better. Like, they want people to have this now. They want this in people's homes now. They see, they see this as 
tomorrow, today, you know? Maybe we can talk a little bit about what it actually is and what it does, because a lot of our listeners might not be as clued in. A lot of our listeners might not know exactly what it is. So this is a headset you put on your head, and it's got cameras on the outside, so you can see through the device. So it actually kind of looks like you're looking at your normal room. And it's such high-quality screens. That's the one thing I wanted to mention. All the reviews I've read so far, or the impressions say, it's technically very impressive. Like the, the quality of what you see, because you're seeing, looking at a screen, but you're looking at what's actually in front of you. They say you, you can't tell that it's not. You can't really tell it's a screen. It okay. looks the same as real life, and there's no latency. If you move your head around, you can't even tell you're looking at a screen. And then they, because you're looking at a screen, they can pop like digital things into your field of view, so augmented reality. And to augment means to make stronger or bigger. and Just change. Yeah, for the better. Um, so you can like suddenly have this like screen like floating in front of you. Or like it looks like it's there. Or it can be a TV screen or it can be like a 3D model or whatever. It can be um, like a hologram of a person. Um, and I've, I've heard that it's like very technically good. And the way you control it is with your eyes. They have a, apparently amazing eye tracking that whatever you're looking at kind of like is highlighted. And it's like apparently really so sensitive that you can even have a keyboard that you look at. And you can like look at the individual keys and it knows exactly where you're looking. And it's not like an intentional thing that you have to like think like, oh, now I have to look at this. It just knows what you're looking at. Mm. Like to a very high degree of accuracy. And then to tap something, you tap your fingers together and it clicks that thing. And that's, that's pretty cool. Like, mm. so that people say, like, technically, it's like a big step up over everything else that's been made so far in VR. But then it's like, what is it for? Because they were showing things like, you watch movies. I'm like, yeah, okay, but it's a bit weird, isn't it? It's like sitting on your sofa and putting a fucking headset on to watch a movie. And only one person as opposed to a whole family. Yeah, you just sat there by yourself. It's weird. Um, or like, we can use it for work and you can have like multiple sort of screens floating in front of you, but... Again, what's the situation? You're standing in the office with a fucking headset on. It's just weird. I don't think they actually know what they want it to be. And it's like, here's a bunch of crap you can do with it. And uh, you can take creepy photos of your kids at their parties. And then you can watch the experience back and it feels like you're already there. But you never actually were there because you had your fucking headset on. You know? Yeah. Um, it's got built-in speakers, bone conduction on the side. And apparently it's got like the spatial audio. So you can sort of, it sounds like things are coming from different places. Okay. Sounds pretty cool. Um, and I, I read one preview, so there's like, like digital butterflies flying around the space and he put his actual hand up and one of them landed on his hand uh -huh. and he's like, that was like, and it moved around with my hand. So it looks pretty like advanced. I would try it for sure. I'm not going to buy one, sure, but I would yeah. try one just to see how good it is. Mm. Um, and they were sort of selling it like, oh, you can have it on a plane. You can sort of like just, you know take yourself out of the plane and you just feel like you're in a movie movie theater or something mm. that's cool but i just don't i think it's for the future i think like in 10 years maybe they'll shrink it down to some glasses and you can just like have it when you want it mm -hmm. but to be honest this is the this is the phase or the stage at which i start thinking now nah, i'm good thanks mm -hmm. i don't want that this is like me becoming old i'm like i don't need i don't need that on my face Sure. I'm good with a phone. I can put it down. You can turn it off. Mm -hmm. You can close your laptop. Well, I mean, you can take these off. Yeah, but you wouldn't, would you? Like, if it gets down to like a pair of glasses, you just wear them all the time. I don't want to be in that world. Sure. That's when I go off to my Australian village. 
in the middle of nowhere, no AI, no ChatGPT, no Apple Vision. I don't want it. Okay. What about you? Uh, Just the, the concept of the idea. Are you against it? I mean, people can do. Uh, no, people can do what they want. Um, do you want this no, go for it. Um, like I, I am, I'm very pro technology as long as it's done in a responsible and, uh, and, and and reasonable way. And I wouldn't begrudge anybody using uh, uh, using technology um, uh, the way that they want. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it would be too much. Uh, well, look, it, this definitely is too much um, for me. But something in the future, like if it was um, uh, accessible and affordable and um, and had good. Um, functionality and, and reason to have it, then yeah, of course I would. I mean, just like I got a, just like I got a smartphone, um, and yeah, yeah, just like I got that, I, I, I can see myself uh, eventually uh, getting something like this. It's just like the goofiness of this and like the, the the ridiculousness of them expecting this to sell. And like you're saying that you you don't you don't think that they expect it to sell. I absolutely think they do. Like, th- this was like an ad for the public. This wasn't for developers, or this wasn't for, uh, uh, you know, just like titans of industry. Like, yeah. they want they want well, yeah, people to have this in their homes. But I don't think they have high expectations. I don't think they think oh, this is this is going to be the next iPhone. Mm. I think they think like they know it's going to be like lower quality, lower quantities. Mm. But it's like just to get them ready for the future. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. All right. I don't know. Anyway, that's it. No worries. Apple Leave Vision coming to a place near you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not into it. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, our pizza eating episode, you can give us some stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and say, I really like listening to those guys eat pizza. That was really nice. Oh, oh, my apologies to anybody yeah. that has misophonia. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry about all the chewing sounds. Um, if you've got any questions for us, you can email us at podcast at speaklikeme.cz. Any questions about grammar, vocab, or personal questions, or just no medical questions. Anything other than that will be fine. Um, you can download our leaflets of our amazing courses on our website, speaklikeme.cz forward slash leaflets. They're currently all for free, the PDF versions. Um, they're really awesome definitely recommend getting them and the video versions of them are on our YouTube page Speak Like Me on YouTube we're also on Instagram Speak Like Me Prague so you can uh, follow us on Instagram to see some of my adventures in Australia and Bali and uh, I think that's it alright fantastic great uh, last uh, live episode for the next couple of months that was really good that was nice thanks Uh, for being here Chris thanks mm -hmm. for joining and thank you listeners for listening and we'll see you in episode 49 thank you very much for listening listeners see you next time see you in the next one